0: Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all access pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast Series. I am your host, Tony L. Holmes. If you like what you're hearing, hit that subscribe button now so you never miss another episode. Welcome to episode two of the podcast. Thank you for joining me for another Alpha Monday. Today is January 13th, and our topic for today is going to focus on my top five pro tips for success in 2020. It's an exciting time of the year for coding professionals, because we get to move into our new books. And I know I'm not the only nerd that enjoys marking up my guideline changes, making notes of any changes pertinent to the specialties that we work with here at the firm. And so it's just a lot of fun. And if you think about it, so many professionals from physicians to clinical staff, practice administrators, C-suite executives, They all come to us for these updates each year because it's so valuable. This information affects many processes from reimbursement and charge capture to physician compensation, clinical documentation, order entry, and so many other areas. So, if you think about it, the undertaking of Training and disseminating all of this new information, it's quite a task. And so, you want to make sure that you have all of the tools and the resources to be successful. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to produce a podcast, and it's completely free. The platform even provides creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast all from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast so that it can be heard on all downloadable platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It truly is your one-stop shop for podcasting. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So let's dive right in. My pro tip number one know which specialties are most affected by the changes in 2020. If you work with a single specialty, this sounds pretty simple, but for many of us, we work with multiple specialties. And so knowing how to categorize by specialty is something every coding professional should know how to do. And since we have to do this multiple times each year with CPT changes and ICD-10 changes, and then we also have our HICPIX changes, we have our procedure-to-procedure edits, all of these things force us to become categorizing experts, if you will. So this definitely gets easier with practice. This will help you pinpoint your training efforts for staff and physicians update templates, workflows, and other areas. Most importantly, you want to involve all appropriate professionals that are impacted by these changes. So, for example, if the medical assistant is responsible for capturing vaccine administration codes, they need to be included in any changes related to vaccines. And staying up to date and adapting to these changes really should be part of your organization's regular routine. No one can remember every single change, but a good working knowledge of the specialties most affected will make your life much easier. So here is a quick rundown of where to focus your efforts for 2020. And just as a reminder, you will want to reference Appendix B of your 2020 CPT manual, for a comprehensive list of all additions, deletions, and revisions. Also, please make sure to use authoritative and up-to-date coding resources. So for evaluation and management services, definitely wanna take a look at these new e-visit codes. I have no doubt that you will be asked about these codes because they are the hot topic on everyone's radar. Also for evaluation and management services, remote physiologic monitoring codes, and also the self-measured blood pressure monitoring codes. So these can apply to many different specialties. Then you'll want to take a look at your surgery section of your CPT manual. So we've got changes to plastic surgery, orthopedics, general surgery. We've got some things in there for acupuncture, chiropractors, physical therapy, pain management. You've got many changes to ENT, cardiology, cardiothoracic surgery, and then neurology, radiology, lots and lots of changes, as well as ophthalmology. So dive into your CBT manual and wrap your head around some of these updates. Now we'll dive into my pro tip number two. But first, Today's pro tip is brought to you by Telehealth and Medicine Today, an open access international peer-reviewed journal where thought leaders, practitioners, and stakeholders converge to address strategic, medical, technical, legal, policy, economic, and social aspects of digital health. Visit telehealthandmedicinetoday.com for more information. So our pro tip number two. Know the scope of practice rules for each code set. This is going to be huge, especially for the new e-visit codes. CPT codes 99421, 99422, and 99423. These services are used to report medical services administered through digital communication tools like patient portals. These codes are used to report Online EM services provided by physicians, physician assistants, and nurse practitioners. So these codes cannot be used for clinical staff that do not have evaluation and management services in their designated scope of practice. The concept of online EM services is not new, but the more clearly defined guidance I think is going to enable a mass adoption of these codes. So some things to keep in mind with the new e-visit codes. These services are exclusive to established patients, meaning you cannot provide e-visits to new patients. You can provide an e-visit for a problem being addressed that is a new problem, but not a new patient. So that's really the distinguishing factor. And then you can't report e-visits for... Anything that would fall under a procedural global period, so for example, a laceration repair, let's say that it has a 10-day global period, you wouldn't be able to report an e-visit service for something that would traditionally be included in that global period. E-visits must be patient-initiated and through a secure HIPAA-compliant platform like Patient Portal. There's also a frequency limitation on these codes of one time per seven days. There must be a permanent record of the encounter in the EHR. If a separately reportable e visit occurs within seven days of the e-visit, then the work devoted to the e-visit is considered inclusive of the separately reportable e service. So that's where it can get a little bit tricky and you want to know your Bundling rules and guidelines. There are also three new e-visit codes reserved exclusively for non-physician healthcare professionals like speech pathologists, physical therapists, occupational therapists, social workers, and dietitians. The CPT codes are 98970 through 98972, but keep in mind, Medicare is not covering these codes. So true to form, Medicare decided they weren't happy about the term evaluation in the context of ancillary provider types. So to spice things up and keep it interesting, they have created three new G codes for online visits defined as qualified non-physician healthcare professional online assessments, again, exclusive to established patients with their own rules. These codes are GNPP1 through GNPP3. They're also time-based and, again, exclusive to established patients. So it is really important that you have an established workflow in place before you roll out any of these services. Don't go at it alone. Bring in a trusted consultant like myself that can help walk you through A to Z all of the pieces and the nuts and bolts that need to be put together to report these services compliantly. So pro tip number three, know how to capture additional revenue opportunities. It's one thing to know the coding updates but it's a whole different animal to compliantly implement and operationalize these codes go through and look at all your add-on code additions. That is low-hanging fruit and an easy way to capitalize on additional revenue opportunities. That's not the only way, but that's just one place to start. And then take a look at, for example, the Remote Physiologic Monitoring Treatment Management Services. There's a new add-on code, CPT code 99458. And this captures the additional 20 minutes required for remote physiologic monitoring. So this is an additional revenue opportunity. And there are a lot of people that need to know about these new revenue opportunities for them to be captured. So be the advocate within your organization that pulls everyone together. And this might include the physician, IT department, the billing team, ancillary clinical staff to get all of these initiatives accomplished. The care providers need to know about the changes so they can update their order sets, clinical documentation practices, workflows, so many areas that need to be updated to compliantly report these services. The IT department may need to add or load codes into the EMR and billing platforms Also updating documentation templates and charge capture features. The billing team may need to verify LCD or NCD coverage, frequency limitations, make sure that ABNs are issued to patients, appeal claims denials, and update their workflows. Ancillary clinical staff may need to be involved to assist with rendering of the services and tracking their total time in a calendar month, like with remote physiologic monitoring. There are so many moving parts to operationalizing new codes, and this is often a missed opportunity. With coding and reimbursement, we all know that these rules change every single year, And it's a full-time job to keep up with these changes. So now we'll dive into my pro tip number four. Know your audience. This is key, especially with training and education efforts. Keep in mind, your audience dictates your message. So when you're having a conversation with a physician, your message is going to be a lot different than if you were talking to a coding professional. So make sure that you're targeting your message so that it is effective and it's received by the recipient. So let's talk about an example. You're meeting with a physician to discuss the 2020 changes and how this affects the physician. You want to target your message so that it focuses strictly on the clinical documentation components of these new codes. And also, if there are any additional codes that need to be captured or revised as part of the workflow for the physician. You want to avoid any conversation regarding specific coding guidelines that are irrelevant to the physician. It sounds simple enough, but this is where I see a lot of coders go wrong. Stick to the message, stay on point, keep it concise, and your physicians will appreciate the time and the energy that you put into training and educating them for success. This same concept applies across the board. So know your audience and stick to your message. And this brings me to my pro tip number five, know your end goals. If you want to take on coding education as part of your 2020 initiatives, get really clear and quantify how you're going to get there and how you're going to achieve these goals. Any large initiative or goal can be accomplished by deconstructing it so that you can see the small goals that it takes to Achieve your larger goal or your larger initiative. This is an effective strategy that many high performers use to achieve their goals and initiatives. Let's talk about an example. Maybe you want to make it your goal for 2020 to meet with your physicians at least one time per month to talk about coding education. Send out the meeting invites right away. Set the expectations so that everyone is clear you want to actually make this happen. And everyone is going to appreciate this. Maybe not in the beginning, but once you're seeing some traction and some results, this will really help boost the momentum to keep the initiative going throughout the year. So get really serious about your goals, make them quantitative, make them measurable, and watch them happen. So to recap, my top five pro tips for success in 2020, know which specialties are most affected by the changes understand the scope of practice rules for each code set, know how to capture additional revenue opportunities, know your audience, especially with training and education efforts, and know your end goal. If you enjoy listening to this show, please subscribe to our channel, rate us, like us, drop a comment below, and share on the platforms you frequent. I enjoy having each of you with me and your support truly means the world. So this concludes today's episode on my top five pro tips for success in 2020. I hope that my pro tips will be useful to you as you embrace the new year. And I hope that you'll join me next Monday. But until next week, thank you for listening to Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire alpha coding experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com.